You started your business to help others. Somewhere along the way, you lost the capability of doing it on your own. Imagine how much different your business would be with an extra $10,000. Would you pay your rent? Would you buy new equipment? Would you pay your coaches more? Would you pay yourself? What if you could do that and donate to others? We started our business to help you. Finally, a, a payment solution for the micro gym space. We are proud to introduce you to WheelPay, a platform that allows you to both save money and be generous. With giving partners like the Phoenix, the Navy SEAL Foundation, the Green Beret Project, and other charitable organizations, you can trust that your donations will make a massive difference in the lives of others. Saving has never been easier. Giving has never been easier. Pay better. Do better. We'll pay. We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. Welcome back to best hour of their day. Cheers, Dale. You're drinking your coffee. I'm drinking Salute, my, my coffee. Friend. Yeah, we got Dale King, founder, owner, uh, HBIC of Doc Spartan. You guys know Doc Spartan because I talk about them all the time. We were just laughing because I talk about you all the time because I truly, I have a drawer upstairs in my bathroom and it's just all Doc Spartan products. And I do. Fern, Fern's getting on the bandwagon. You send him a private code. I won't say the code out loud. But um, <laughs> yeah. Fern's, getting, Fern's no longer you know, on the show. It's going to be the Dale and Jason from now hey, on out. Fern's you know off what? the bus. I think the big problem and the, you know, look, Fern's sensitive, so I don't want to say too much about him. But he didn't, he can't grow a beard. No, I know. He can't grow a beard. It, it, he's psych, uh, subconsciously, psychologically lashing out on us. That's all it exactly. is. He's like a I, child. He's like, I'm going to throw a tantrum. I'm not going to do what you're saying. But you know, and you know, he throws puts one video of him shooting a three pointer from fifty years ago. And <laughs> he's just high on his high on his hog right now. It's okay, friend. We got you, buddy. He is the Al Bundy of best hour of their day. I don't know if you know that reference, but you know, oh, four yes. touchdowns in one game. You know, in high school, <laughs> and or you know, the other one is uh, what's the uh, Uncle Rico? He's Uncle Rico. Yeah. That's that's really what yeah. it is, you know. You get their own football hundred film. He films himself to this day shooting three pointers on a VHS a, camera. I have a request. Let's find some uh, 2012 regionals footage that we oh, can uh, throw that's up a next. Great idea. That's a great idea. I gotta, you know, the problem was they weren't filming as much, and they probably True. weren't filming Ferns Heats. You know, if you if you get my drift, but uh, related, yeah, yeah. There's got to be some out there. There's got to be some out there. But it's a pleasure having you because you wear multiple hats. You know, the one that most people, or maybe not, maybe that's just me. But I think you're you're most well known for being founder of Doc Spartan. You you had a new yeah. snippet on Shark Tank. 
Yeah, we uh, we just aired an update episode. Our first episode aired in 17. Uh, and then they just came during the pandemic and we did a little pandemic filming for an update segment that was uh, aired a month ago. So just we're still burying ourselves out from that or digging ourselves out from that. And it's gone, it's gone really well, man. Digging yourself out in a good way. You had another. Oh, yeah, yeah, of, for sure. Of, how, how is the relationship all these years? I mean, we're talking four years later. I knew a couple people that had investments through Shark Tank, you know, um, the National Grip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm friends with their owners. They've since, I, th- I think, closed the doors. Yep. How, how has your relationship been all these years later? Is it something you, I think you could always be proud of it, but are you happy you made that decision? Yeah, we're, uh, you know, being on the show uh, was one of the biggest things that's ever happened to our company, obviously. And uh, what people, that, you know, inside baseball, the show is um, they rightfully so won't air a bunch of segments that don't get deals but then more importantly the deals actually follow through since you're out there and then you can tell them anything in the world oh you know we're doing five million in sales and everything's great no debt and then when they actually start looking through your books a lot of those deals can can fall through so we're we're proud of that uh robert to this day is a active investor in the company four years later. Um, he was a huge help during the pandemic. Um, he kind of put together uh, weekly, you know, monthly Zoom calls with all his Shark Tank companies. As oh, wow. a way, yeah, because we were all experiencing this, you know, once in a lifetime deal together. So um, very similar to kind of like what CrossFit is doing now, uh, just putting all the brains together and getting them to talk and, and share information. So He's been a huge help and um, he's uh, just, he's mainly there just to kind of give us advice and uh, let us, let us know where we're doing well and where we can improve. And he's pretty hands off otherwise, uh, which is what we want. You know, we didn't want somebody to, to micromanage us. So it's been going great. And does he use the product? He uses the, have you seen that guy? Robert he in real life. He's like, he's like 60 probably, right? <laughs> but he's got he's got twins dude he's uh no he 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 loves uh the deodorant it's probably his his favorite favorite product yeah and you know i i want to make it clear for those listening yes you know we have a partnership with with dale and doc spartan but only because a when you think about the company i mean veteran owned and you guys are doing some really good things with your mission and, and some charitable organizations, which I want to discuss. You're also a box owner. You're also the, what's the, what's the term? You're the regional affiliate, the assistant to the uh, regional manager. Is that what it is? I am the Dwight Shrew of CrossFit. <laughs> no, I, what is, I, what's the I, title? I believe the current term is field team representative. Uh, Are you working under Austin? Yes. So that's one of the things. So it's really um, my primary boss is Danielle. And then Danielle kind of reports up to Austin. But we actually, uh, I was a little late getting on this call because we once a week, we all the field team reps have a uh, weekly call um, with with Danielle and and Austin just kind of got brought on officially, I think the last month or so. Um, I think he's the what's his 
the G like the general manager for US ops or something like that. Something super yeah. important. He um, probably created his own title. It's probably not that big of a deal, <laughs> knowing Austin. Yeah. But yeah, so my uh as the Dwight Schrute in my region, I am uh my job is to help help out all the affiliates in Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Tennessee. How um, many affiliates are there in those four states? Last time I counted, uh, we were well north of 400. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So yeah. Let's chat about that for a second. I mean, you got off for that position. You know, a lot of people were applying. Pretty, pretty awesome that they selected you to be the the head guy for there. What what have been some of the things you've done to facilitate? I don't know camaraderie. I know. I'm in a group for the Florida affiliates, even though I'm no longer there. Uh, I yep. believe Shay is running that. Pazzo okay. from CrossFit Zoo. Great. You know, her her and her husband, you know, are, are, are great. So I see what they're doing. But what are some of the things you've done to just promote this unity amongst affiliates? So I think the, the biggest thing is um, in, in a common uh, area of improvement that all affiliates wanted was increased communication between uh, what we're calling formerly known as headquarters and it's a home office now. Um, and so more importantly, instead of just kind of firing off an email to a generic name and then uh, getting a response a little while later, they actually have a, a, a person they can go see text or email anything they need help um, assistance from, from CrossFit. So that's, you know, that's the primary, the biggest component of it. And then we do a lot of forward reaching communication ourselves. So I've got my own little email distro list and we, we send out updates as necessary um, and just kind of help the community. You know, a, a sad kind of example is um, in West Virginia, there was an affiliate owner who unfortunately passed away. Um, due Jeff, to gen- right? Yeah, Jeff. Yep. He had, a, he had a genetic condition that, the family knew about, and uh, unfortunately, he died inside of his uh, inside of his affiliate. So, uh, I was kind of close, closest by by region, anyways, and um, we were able to reach out immediately to his family, uh, help them any assistance from CrossFit as possible. And uh, now, actually, it's good timing because I know you guys put out these podcasts pretty quick, but the weekend of April 9th to the 11th, there'll be- Yeah, this will be out before then. Yep, there'll be a a memorial workout for Jeff uh, that CrossFit will be putting out and, you know, kind of asking all the affiliates to to participate with that. So that's just kind of a a big example of that to where now CrossFit has, um, A, they have a- Where that's coming from, brother? Someone's ordering Doc Spartan. Or Domino's one of the two. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> that's like me when my phone rings. It rings in like ten places. I think that's just. It's like my Google voice that I can't shut off from my computer. Someone, hey, I ordered a Sex Panther, and too many women are attracted to all me the, now. Yeah. You know, so... I think it's probably all the sales from uh, being the sponsor of the best hour of the day. Yeah, they're just live, live right now coming yeah. in. Um, See, I pulled that right out of the gutter on that one. Yeah, that's great. But I'm actually working the weekend of uh, that memorial watch, so I'll, I'll probably okay. certainly, you know, hit that myself. I'm, ex- you know, I'm obviously not excited. I knew Jeff; he was actually in our coaches development group. Uh, great, oh, great. Really? Yeah, great human being. So I'm glad that CrossFit is. Is that through a through home office? 
Yeah, yeah, and then uh, his his wife Sarah, uh, they're putting on a big event that that weekend as well, and uh, so you know I'll be I'll be attending that on behalf of CrossFit. Um, but you know that's an example, and more like we're doing routine affiliate owner Zoom calls. Um, you know, I kind of moderate those and invite as many people who want to participate in it. Um, and, you know, just basically on behalf of CrossFit, instead of you as an affiliate waiting for a problem to happen, we're kind of forward reaching out there, letting them know um, who we are, why we're here. And um, we're just, you know, here to make the affiliates better. And you know, as each affiliate gets better, the overall community gets better. One thing I've recognized that CrossFit is doing, and I think I think a lot of it stems from the fact that Eric Rosa was a fan slash CrossFitter before becoming CEO. The, you know, I'm one of right. the few people out there who I don't have anything negative to say about Coach Glassman. I feel like, you know, he's been canceled. I get it. Yep. But like, let's not forget he did what he did. He founded this thing that we all love. But yep. what I really see Eric doing with hero workouts, with bringing on Noble or Whoop or some of the, you know, these regional directors, but there's a handful of other things. When you go on um, .com, you see, recently I saw Megan Burns, a friend of ours, you know, briefing the workout, something that was happening. A lot of these things that kind of were getting looked over and not happening, I think he's doing, because he's like, hey, this is what I like. Like, I was a right. fan first. And, and you know, and doing a hero workout for a member of the community, I think is really, you know, a stamp there and saying like, Hey, I get it. Like we, we need to do this stuff to, to grow. And and like I said, I just got an email to, to order some noble shoes to get a whoop, like doing these things that he does because he's a fan first. And if you're a fan of CrossFit, you probably have a pair of nobles. Cause it's, you know, I never did, but it's a cool thing. And every, you know, how many members of your box are wearing whoops and he's probably wearing whoops and, you know, I, I, I like yep. it. I, I think it's really cool. So like I said, I'm really glad to hear that, that that's happening. I, I'm, <laughs> did you get bombarded? You know, I'm in some of the owner groups and I see the questions about the open, like eight feet. Why do we have to be eight feet? Were you getting um, messages about that? Yeah. From your region? yeah. So yeah, and that's the other thing is once you open that, that line of communication up, man, uh, it, that rabbit hole doesn't close. And, um, and, I, and I feel, you know, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Is, is, uh, some of the questions might be like, dude, it's an eight foot rule because it's an eight foot rule. And, uh, yeah. that's, that's all you need to know. Just do it and, and get on with it. But they, now that they know, um, it's not somebody in a position of authority, really, it's another affiliate owner like them. Um, it's just a real quiz, uh, real quick and easy way to reach out and ask questions. And, and that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, overall, our job is just basically to, to increase and foster communication between the affiliates. And um, it's, you know, if it wasn't me doing it, I'm glad that that's out there. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's great that they put another affiliate owner. I mean, you own a box, you, you know, you get the, you get it and then you pass it on. But isn't it, it's still surprising to me. Like I, we work with affiliates. I love affiliates, but sometimes I'm like, who dresses you in the morning? Like you don't dress yourself. Oh, like you are not, yeah. you're not smart enough to pick out your own pants. Who's pulling, who's picking them out for you? Like, yeah. come on, like, like or, or like the, 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 the question, some of the movement standards and it's like, you're clearly just trying to bypass 
the rules. You're trying to cheat. You're asking me a question so you can cheat. <laughs> right. You're trying to find the right answer is what you're, yeah. Yeah. No, man, uh, I, you know, if, uh, one of the knocks on CrossFit courses, uh, you know, spend a thousand bucks, go to a weekend and then boom, you're, you're a business owner. Um, which I love that low barrier of entry. Um, and now like, well, I, like I said, I just got off that call and one of the things CrossFit is working on big time is, you know, based upon the reps, you know, giving information upstream is, um, we are really good at seeing, correcting and cueing and knowing how to teach people to do an air squat. Uh, but somebody should probably teach these guys how to run a P and L. Yeah. That's so what I we should, do. That's what a Philly yeah. university is for. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, so they're getting, they're understanding that and, and providing more, they're in the process of providing more, you know, let's say like a level one for business kind of deal. Yeah. And, and we've spoken with Austin, you know, there are some things slowly happening, you know, nothing tomorrow, but, you know, discussions are being had. They see what we're doing, mm -hmm. helping affiliates. We know, you know, we have obviously a good relationship with Austin. We happen to be 10 minutes away from the CEO's house yeah, you know, and, and, and home office. So it's, it's, it's definitely, um, exciting times it's definitely exciting times yeah. so you know let's let's bring it back to doc spartan for a second uh, like we've said i joke around but i truly use it and i don't only use it because i just love it i mean look at me somebody so one of my members yesterday was coaching class and he literally was like you don't get it dude i'm 41 like we're doing a squat workout it was like you know there's a lot of front squats but he's like i'm 41 i was like Dude, I'm 42. I did this workout this morning in my garage by myself. I get it. And you know, it's, I, it's Doc Spartan. That's all, that's the only common Dude, denominator, right? Like you're, you're anti-aging. You know, you, really, you don't look at the for 25 since you started using that stuff. <laughs> and I've got a baby, right? Like we've got a, I got a, a partner that's- <laughs> That's right. Incredibly, incredibly stressful partner where I have to do the majority of the work Right, I'm always having to you know reel him in. So I mean, I, I should be more stressed, right. but but I love the products. Uh, you know, full disclosure, I use the deodorant armor pit. I use all there's three deodorants. I use, I mean, I open one and I use it, and then I have um, the Sex Panther stuff. I have the moisturizer. I use the the coffee scrub is amazing, and I also have the Irishman yep. one, the Irishman coffee yes. scrub or the Irishman scrub, I should say. Um, and then I just ordered the eye stuff, the coffee eye stuff. I haven't gotten it yet. Yep. And then, so that's, then, yep. Well, then, per your request, or not request, but um, advice, what did I get? Recommendation, what did I get? What's it called? The CRO? Is that what it's called? Yeah, combat ready ointment, especially, for, yeah. For the baby. For the baby, yep. Yeah. So, so my twins will actually four next week and we use uh just going through tubs of that for for diaper rash for them so she's been i don't know if we're doing something right but she doesn't have diaper rash is that normal she doesn't she... I, it, it, it's like a hit and miss kind of thing for whatever reason uh i was probably such a terrible father that uh, i wouldn't change my kids diapers for weeks on end so uh, oh no roz just tells me to go I like changing her diaper. It's funny, like she's actually loves being on this little diaper thing that we have and 
her arm starts swinging. But man, yesterday she shat herself. It was up her back. I was like impressed more. Like, how did you do that? And she doesn't yeah. give a shit. She's just like, literally, she's just like kicking and having a fun time. But then it gets everywhere. And I mean, I've been peed on a handful of times. To me, that that stuff is funny though. So, but yeah, I'm, man. you know, I'll definitely rub that on her. She's got some dry skin, but yep. point is, this is not just a uh, infomercial, but go, if it is, if you are listening and now your, your interest is spark docspartan.com use the code best hour, but tell me more about what's been going on with the mission and some other cool things you have going on. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people don't know, uh, we do everything in house. So I, I own a building here in Portsmouth and, uh, you know, 75% of it is the gym. And then the back end of it is our office and manufacturing space for, for Doc Spartan. So literally come in, get a workout, go around the other door. We've got a little storefront here and, and they're, we're making and shipping product in the back. So, uh, we're, we understand we're born inside of a CrossFit affiliate and <clears throat> we know the ins and out of that, that business, um, as well as anyone. And so everything that we do, like people, no one really here locally, no one understands there's a differentiation between the gym and Doc Spartan. Like it's all the same thing to them. Um, and in 2018, the gym, we, we have a, we got a contract with one of the area's largest addiction treatment centers, uh, a nonprofit. And so a couple guys on their executive team were members of the gym and, uh, they knew CrossFit was an instrumental part of their own recovery so they wanted to uh, find a way to, you know, kind of do like this little pilot program where we offered CrossFit classes to their clients. So that was 2018. And that was our first, that was my first time um, really having any inside relationship with that community. Unfortunately, Portsmouth is kind of known as ground zero for the opioid crisis. Um, the whole thing kind of really started here, especially in, uh, in Southern Ohio. And I've, you know, up until that point, had a really negative viewpoint of, of folks in recovery. Like, you know, it was their problem um, and, you know, they should be able to solve it themselves and not really do anything to help them. Well, we started working with them as CrossFit coaches and really got to develop, um, you know, really close relationships, just like you would do as a, as a coach and a, and a member. And um, what, what, came from that was a lot of information and knowledge that we had never had before and really understanding recovery and the, everything that goes along with that. And what people really don't understand is, you know, when someone's done with treatment, you know, you and I will think, okay, well, you'll just go back to your apartment. You'll go back to your job and kind of move on to the next part of your life. Well, that's not an option. Um, one of the guys that we first worked with in our very first group, um, he came up to me and he's like, man, it's my last day. I'm going to be, you know, ending my treatment today. And then we're, then we're on to the next thing. I was like, okay, so I'm thinking the dude's fired up and he's ready to move on. And uh, I said, well, cool, dude, we're, uh, where are we going from here? He's like, well, um, tomorrow I'm checking myself into the homeless shelter. Uh, because if I go back home, I'm going to end up relapsing. And I was like, damn, man, I was like, shit. Like, I didn't even know where the homeless shelter was in our hometown. Um, so I said, all right, bro, 9 a.m., come to the gym. I will, uh, I'll give you a broom and a mop and give you something to do. And 
until we figured that out. Um, that was 2018. And now he's, uh, he's one of my CrossFit coaches. He works full time for the counseling center. And um, he's just, you know, he's an amazing man. And so we kind of knew from there that we had an opportunity at Doc Spartan to help produce, to give people a job when they left treatment as a bridge to long-term sobriety. So um, as it stands right now, we have two full-time employees who are, who are in recovery. Uh, and then we have anywhere from three to five part-time employees that we can, uh, that we can call on as needed. And um, it's awesome, man. Like they can come in here, they get their work done. They can go attend a class here at the gym or they can attend a class back at the counseling center. And whereas before they, they were so anxious and nervous about uh, the next part of their life and what they're going to do, like now they're anxious and nervous about what the workout's going to be. Um, and so it's, it's amazing, man. It's been one of the most rewarding um, things that we've done. Uh, it's also been one of the most challenging things that we've done uh, as a business, but uh, it's been great. And that's, that's where we're at. And that's, uh, we really kind of feel that's, that's why we're here on earth to, to help these folks out. And um, it's been great. That's awesome. There's, there's a really strong connection between recovery and CrossFit. I think every box, if you're listening to this, whether you're a box owner or coach, you can probably think of at least one person at your affiliate that's in recovery. Mm -hmm. I know when, when I've had my, you know, three affiliates, I would, I could probably say there's eight to 12 people that were, and that's what, you know, some knew each other through that. Some didn't, but I think it's just, I think really any, any fitness tool can, can, can help, but sure. CrossFit happens to be better because well, a, without a doubt, it's a community, right? Yeah. Like you have that, like-minded people, he's being held accountable to you, whether or not you're calling him. He knows if he doesn't show up, oh shit, not only is he my boss now, but he's my friend and he's gonna you know, reach out to me. So you have all of that aspect, but I think a lot of it also has to do with that measurable, observable, repeatable part of it where, you know, somebody, you know, you see it a lot in the running community probably as well, cause you can kind of track like I ran this, I did this, but with CrossFit, it's really just like, okay, I'm getting better, I see it. I want to go back and, and you can argue it's a, it's an addiction there too, right? Oh, I, there's no argument. Uh, and yeah. I'll tell people this, like we, in the beginning or, in, and I am not a clinician or any sort, I don't have any training whatsoever. In this, You're a doc. But, You're a doc Spartan. Uh, I, I, I am a doctor. So <laughs> we, uh, we take one uh, addiction and we replace it with another. Um, and that helps that bridge in that most vulnerable time that they're in, uh, because they don't have they don't have a purpose, right? So they don't have anything to look forward to. Uh, that workout, that lift, that new PR, that becomes that becomes their new fixation, at least for that moment, and that helps them gets them a bridge to where they need to be long term. Um, yeah, man. It's, well. It's and, and you'll hear people saying any, you know, that's bad. Well, guess what? If you're listening to this, you're addicted as well, right? It's just, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's socially acceptable. You're, yeah. You're not listening to best hour of their day because you don't have a problem, right? Like you're listening to this because you love CrossFit. You probably do it all the time. Probably for most people, even more, like 
having the baby was a big eye opener. And, and I was having this conversation with one of our affiliate U clients who's very fit. She qualified for the uh, 40 to 44. And she's like, man, with affiliate U, I've been doing, putting in so much work in the business and it's going great, but I'm training less, but I'm fitter. She's training four days a week and she qualified. And, you know, I've learned like, yeah, three, four days a week is enough. I got a pull-up bar in the office. Like I do some stuff here and there. And for a lot of people, it's it's the addiction, right? It's, hey, you do you want to be fit or do you want to work out more? Because they're not always completely lined up with one another. And that's a tough conversation. Yep. I, you know, I, I've had those people like, hey, you're coming in seven days a week. Well, I love this. Well, if you actually took two days off, you would actually perform better. You know, and that's where, as a coach, it becomes, you know, what's going on outside of here. Yeah, well, there's that. There's, there's, they truly believe that. I mean, that's not fake. But, you know, that's where, as a coach, you're like, okay, well, if if you knew someone was in recovery and those two days coming to the gym is stopping them from doing something, you know, negative or people that are in unhappy relationships. And it's like, I just need to get, or they got a newborn crying and they're like, I just want to get out of the house. So there's, you know, that's the art of coaching and presence and attitude and learning that. So yep. with, with everything you're doing in their local community, is that expanding more nationwide? Um, not, not currently. Um, we, we've been so, that's the goal. I mean, I'll, I'll answer that uh, in a minute, but here, like, for example, uh, the guy's name is Andrew, who I was using an exam- as an example earlier. So the, the organization that we're partnered with, they opened up another gym in another county. So he now gets to run that gym solely as his own. Like, that's his, that's his oh, position cool. for us at the gym. So, and, um, you know, one thing, you know, that I do love about this podcast is it doesn't just give good ideas. It gives actual tactical advice on what to do. And the client counseling center, so we started just doing one class a day uh, for their clients. And now we are on, we do north of 20 classes a week. So we do two client classes a day and we do two staff classes a day, five days a week for them. Um, And that's what I would really encourage affiliate owners here. Um, If you have your practices dialed in inside of your gym, you need to start thinking about how can I land a corporate client? Um, and I very carefully said, you have to have your stuff nailed down inside of your own gym first before you start going outside of it. So if you feel comfortable, you're running your gym uh, and you've got that, your operations dialed in. If depending on where you're at, because you know, every area is different, but make a relationship with that uh, treatment center. And let them know, you know, I think we would be a value added asset to your organization to enhance your client's recovery. And then you can work out the financial details as far as if you want to get paid a monthly retainer or if you want to get paid per class. Um, But I would even say, all right, uh, let's try it for a month for free. And if it, if you don't think it's of any worse then after 30 days, we can, we can part our ways or we can talk about, um, you know, if you're going to pay me by the hour or pay per client going through this, but it is a tremendous win, win, win situation for the affiliate owner, for the treatment center, and most importantly for, uh, for the client going through recovery. So what is that? Um, 
Do you hear that? Oh, something was playing on my computer. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so but something just started playing music. I was like, is that where's that coming from? Like? Um, what I was going to ask you though is, what's that look like? Like first steps. So I, I love it. And actually, as you're saying that, I'm thinking that's something we should definitely talk about in a Philly university because it's not only. I mean, look, you know, it's it's a business move as well, right? Like you're going to get exposure. Those people, whether they become employees or future members down the road, you know, it, it's a great tool, but really you're doing something just phenomenal. You know, and so many affiliates, we joke about it, but they preach this community thing. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you're truly, if community was truly, truly your top value in something you're doing, it would extend outside the walls of your gym. Yep. And it would extend to, you know, those treatment centers and, and beyond, right? Like, homeless shelters, et cetera. Like, what are you really doing in your local community? So, but, but what is that? I mean, CrossFit's become more well-known. You know, you mm -hmm. go anywhere, you can probably throw the name CrossFit out there or at least functional fitness and training. You know, I own a gym down the road. But for those that are like, okay, I'm fired up. I do want to try that. You know, what does that truly look like? Do you really just walk in and you're like, hey, I want to offer fitness for you. Like, you don't know me, but, but trust me, this is going to be great. So I think um, you have an incredible position as an affiliate owner to leverage the relationships from your existing members first. Odds are there's somebody who knows somebody that works at that treatment center if they're already not an employee themselves. So I would kind right. of farm out first, like, hey, Tina, I know that you work in HR. Or I know that you know Bob who works in HR at, uh, at ABC, and then kind of try to get your foot in that way. Um, or if, and if you don't have that from inside, call or email, but don't just call an email and say, Hey, I am fitness. Let me give you fitness. Like you have to have a little bit more dialed in approach that, Hey, you know, my name's Dale. I'm in the CrossFit gym down the street. Uh, and this is where you can kind of leverage the CrossFit name. So you don't have to say inside of our gym, if you have no experience working with folks in recovery, uh, you can just say, you can just say uh, CrossFit has tremendous experience and success working with folks in recovery. And I would like to figure out if we could have a, a quick five to 10 minute coffee and talk more about it. And then boom. So that's it. And that's, I mean, you know, we're talking specifically recovery centers, but that's just solid advice if you're just looking to grow in any market, be it right, that's uh, a corporate pitch, no matter where you're going. Yeah. You know, and, and I agree with you. So many boxes, you know, Chuck Carswell said it on a, on a coach's development call, like every affiliate is like two steps away from any contact information they need. You know, you know, the six degrees of separation type of thing, but it's really like two in the affiliate. Yeah. Whether it's a member of yours or a friend of a member, you have a connection in all of these areas. So, mm -hmm. so say they say yes, et cetera. What are, what are some of the first steps you would recommend that these affiliates do? Like, okay, I got my foot in the door. Is it classes at the, at the center? Is it, you're welcome to come into the box? And then, uh, you know, assuming there's no equipment, you know, what do some of those early workouts look like? Right. So I, I would recommend go to their facility first. Um, that's what we did. We, you know, we were in a fortunate position that we basically, uh, they gave us a budget and we built out their gym for them at their own place. 
Um, but a lot of these places, they already have, uh, you know, recreation areas, little gym setups themselves. Um, but plan on doing no, no equipment, body weight only kind of workouts. Ask for, okay, hey, let's, um, let's set up a group workout for your staff and for your clients or however they want to do it. And that just needs to be nothing more than what you're doing in your 101 or your on-ramp. Let's just, you know, our day one was we taught them how to do an air squat. And we did uh, a little workout involving, you know, a run around the, the building and some air squats. And that can, for them and the condition that they're in, is the, just enough dosage that they need. Um, and that's it. And then what I would recommend, and what a lot of people are missing the boat on, and this is just something you gain with experience, is do your do your on do your day one on ramp course, do it for them, get done, and then sit down and have like a little mini counseling session with them there. And it you your job is not to know that side of it, but sit down and just say, Hey, what was the worst part about that workout? Oh, it was the last round where I didn't think I was going to be able to do all the air squats in the time or, or whatever. And then you just kind of say, but you, you got through, right? So what was it that got you through that and kind of get them to uncover the answers and then just say, Hey, that same thing that got you through that hard part of the workout is going to be the same thing that's going to help when you recovery, when you leave here, and you, and you encounter those triggers and you encounter all those old experiences and relationships, you just have to understand that you can kind of help control your thinking and, and what we do inside the gym enables us to remain sober outside of the gym as well. Yeah, that's really great. And it's really putting your, you know, trainer or coaching credential to the test in a, in a good way. Like it's really going to, it's going to help you grow as a, as a coach. To, to, yeah. to have those conversations. And, and also those are conversations we should be having with any member, but because of the location and because of you know what you've set up, you can actually have that quiet time and sit down and you can do that. I would recommend in your onboarding, you know, which maybe one-on-one or small group, you know, relative to the coach, have that quiet time after, like make that a part of it. Cause we get it as CrossFitters, like it's supposed to be hard and, and, you know, it's, it's great to push that last round and, and, and whatnot, but, but some of these people that could be, uh, you know, too much for them and, and scary. So yeah. when, when you're, when you're going to those centers, I'm not super familiar, but those are all people that are freshly into the recovery program. Yep. So the way it works here anyways, is, uh, they're, they're basically in any sort of 30, 60 day, 90 day treatment. Um, and they're, they're in in uh, in-house treatment so they're at the facility that's where they live that's where they eat for those for that specified length of time so it's kind of like what we would envision rehab yeah oh, yeah that's exactly it's that's exactly okay. what it is yeah okay yeah. gotcha so you're going there and then eventually they get out of this treatment center 30 60 90 days they go off some back home some kind of like you said about Andrew to maybe a you know a shelter but then you're allowing them to either continue to take classes at this center or now once they're done, start coming to your facility. So the, the way we do it here, and this is just the way the relationship is structured, 
is they is the counseling center wanted to build a first what they're calling a health and wellness center. So as long as you remain under the care of the counseling center, you are allowed to attend these classes. And that extends more importantly beyond when you leave. So you can go into what's called transitional living or outpatient care to where you're, you know, now you're getting a part-time job and you're starting to get your foot back in society, but you're still able to come back through them to, to, you know, to have a counselor and to seek therapy. And as long as you do that, you're allowed to come continue um, the CrossFit classes. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and at what point at your affiliate or, and, would you recommend that affiliate owners start charging those members? I would recommend what, I mean, it's just like anything else when, once they can afford it because you, you right. Cause you know, we're Fern and I always preach no discounts. This is not a discount, you know, and then we get a lot of back. Like, what about this? Like military, of course we recommend a freaking military discount. Like, of yeah. course we recommend a first responder discount. We're saying, no to the members that are like, hey, can I get 20 bucks off? I can't afford it. Hey, I just saw you post on Instagram, you know, that bottle of wine or that sushi dinner. That's the right. discounts we're not recommending. You're doing something charitable, you know, philanthropic with this, if you will, and for the for the greater good. So someone leaves rehab, they don't have a job, they're staying at a homeless shelter, they can't swing up. Like that, they clearly can't afford $150 a month or whatever sure. your rate is. Keep coming in. When you get a job, and then I would tell, I mean, you're the expert in this, but I'd say, hey, when you get that job, you're paying me 20 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is like, don't, you cannot, this is what I would advise against, do not give anything for free because it has zero value. So the reason they're allowed to work out inside of, inside of our gym is because they're an employee. That's a, that's a benefit of employment, not a handout. They are working, they are showing up. And, as, and another thing is as an as extension of being in this program, they're also screened, drug screened three times a week and they have to meet mandatory counseling sessions at the counseling center. If they fail to meet any of those requirements then they're out of the program. You can't yeah, just- So that's their accountability. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I love it. I think this is great and I really think well, uh, you know, obviously you can ask people if, if, if someone said, Hey, I really don't have someone at my affiliate, what would you, what would you even Google like local treatment centers type of thing? Yeah, I, I would just, yeah. Pull up Google and, and look at, um, drug and drug and alcohol rehab centers. Yeah. And I'm sure anyone working there can understand the, the benefit of having a program like this. Right. And, and they also, probably want it. They just haven't had the right person come in and do it. And, you know, we're, we're in a very uh, economically depressed area of Ohio. So uh, Medicaid is paying for the treatment services. So a lot of guys are like, they get into this uh, false moral dilemma of, well, I don't want to charge somebody who did it. Well, that's not the case. So Medicaid's paying for this treatment. And, as, and rightfully so, Medicaid wants to see that the treatment is working. So the, yeah. the treatment centers will be evaluated upon the success of their program. And if they can offer a value added service via CrossFit coach and it gets the client to long-term sobriety, everyone wins with this. Yeah, that's really awesome. And that's, you know, like we said, 
you open an affiliate, we want you to make it a business. We want you to pay yourself. We want you to provide excellent service, but we also want you to do stuff like this. This is, you know, one thing, you know, going back to coach Glassman from day one, I always tried to make some sort of effort to be charitable with my boxes. Cause it was something that he did. I don't know if you, you know, back in the day, whether it was, you know, originally maybe fight gone bad, we did a, a fundraiser and then we did Murph, you know, and, and some of those things are still going on, but then CrossFit for Hope, you know, where I went to St. Jude a handful of times because we were raising money. So that's always something that I thought to myself, you know, now that I've gotten some success or at least in paying my own bills and my coaches are getting paid, what can I do to benefit the greater community? And it doesn't always have to be money. It's time, right? It's time, but yeah. that's, that's super rewarding. Like I just, when you see Andrew show up every day, I mean, I rem I had a coach that lost hundreds of pounds and I would remind him how important I was in his life on a daily basis. <laughs> but you could, you know, you, you could do the same to Andrew, right? Like, hey, dude, I'm saving your life. They, obviously, you don't do it for that reason, but it's yeah. you can feel that you can sense that. And it's it's really rewarding. You know, you're you're you know, I think a lot of times you're giving back. You're doing it because you you're selfless, but you're also doing it because you're selfish. Like it makes you feel good too. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And that's what, uh, I tell people all the time. It's like, listen, this, I get more value out of this than anyone does. Um, it, and your community, your members will recognize what you're doing, you know? And, and again, I tend to have that kind of business skew in my mind when I hear this stuff, do it for the right reasons, but don't think for a second, you're not going to be a box that the community sees like, oh, those are the guys that take care of other people. And your members are going to be more likely to want to bring in their friends because they realize what you're giving back. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and then 100%. Again, it doesn't have to be business minded. Like, as CrossFit gym owners and CrossFit coaches, we all have, a, we're in possession of a very, very unique gift. And it's our job to give that gift out to as many people as possible and be compensated for that as well and not feel bad for that. That's what we're preaching. Don't be afraid to take that paycheck. You know, obviously you're listening to this. Don't get either of us wrong. Do this for the right reasons, but also, you know, think about what, what you can do to benefit your business as well. But again, it only works. It's no different than chasing excellence. You can't chase right. money yeah. if you're not chasing excellence. And this is just a, an aspect of chasing excellence. All right, and before the, we go, Dale. Last, yeah, oh, go sorry, ahead. the last thing on that is, and if you don't, you won't be around. That's so great. Yeah, doesn't matter how many people you're trying to save if your doors, doors are closed. Right, and, and you know, the pandemic unfortunately showed that to a lot of people. If you, if you didn't set yourself up and save and have a rainy day fund and do the right things uh, that you need to be doing, like you, you, that you won't be in possession of that gift much longer. I love it. I love it. All right. Before we wrap up, Dale, obviously docspartan.com, they can check it out, but say we're listening. You got some, some men listening. What's the first, what's your go-to product for men? If they're like, okay. Jason does look good. I gotta, I gotta admit it. Like he's looking young and youthful and vibrant. What, what should I get? Well, we're gonna call this the Ackerman anti-aging protocol. Oh, I think right. we might have a package out there. I think we might need that. <laughs> Here's what we need. You, you gotta get the coffee scrub and use it for the shower. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. If you're unfamiliar yeah. with it, great. 
just ask your ask your wife or your girlfriend what a scrub does and what it is and, and she'll help you out uh you need and look, by the way your products last forever obviously you know they run out you use them but that scrub i've had that coffee scrub for probably two or three months now it and you get a huge tub like it's no it's yeah, no yeah. joke it's yeah. big yeah so get a, get the this is what i used to so get the coffee scrub you got to get the deodorant you don't uh, look as young as me so don't, don't yeah, actually yourself, don't lump yourself don't lump yourself into this category now. Let's I'm, be, I'm 84 years old. <laughs> you look okay for 84. Okay. So uh, get the deodorant because we all know we, we got to have an all-natural deodorant. We don't want to use any any toxins or pollutants going in our skin. Um, and then real simple, I got a beard, beard butter. And the reason you use the beard butter because it works great on your beard any excess you have is a great face moisturizer. And then uh, I don't know this because I'm, I'm bald, but uh, any you can use it as I, hair pomade as well. I do. So, yeah, I, I don't know if the Sex Panther is considered a beard butter. I think it's, is it? Is the, it a beard the, bomb? The sex, yeah, the Sex Panther beard butter is, is the three-in-one. So it works on face, uh, face, beard, and hair, and you're good yeah, to go. Yeah, so I was telling you earlier, like, Roz gets mad at me because it gets in Madison's hair. Cause I'll put it on myself and then it gets, she gets <laughs> greasy, but I mean, she smells great, but yeah, I'll, I'll put it, I'll, I rub a ton in my hands rub it all over my face. This is like my nighttime routine. And then whatever is left, I get in my hair and, yep. uh, the, the Ackerman anti-aging protocol works. There you go. And then of course, you know, our flagship that we're known for is the combat ready ointment. So you always need some of that at the house for any type of first aid need rips, cuts, tears, scars, whatever. You're good to go with with that stuff, uh, and it's all natural. And it's convenient to carry, and um, that's what you need. It's good for good for diaper rash. Good for diaper rash. So dad's tattoos to the little baby's diaper rash and everything in between. Yeah, I got some of that coming, and I'm sure people wish they bought it before 21. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I'm excited to check that out. Actually, I think I got the shipping. It should be here if not today, tomorrow. So I'm super excited about that. Check it out. Always great having you on. I've got to hop on our coach's development call right now. But go, it's been great chatting with you. Anything else you wanted to add before we before we wrap up? Uh, go Army, beat Navy, Fern sucks. <laughs> I love it. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.